Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Welcome to Talk Tennis. The playtesters are here, or at least some of them, and we are going to have a deep dive into playtester picks. Welcome, Chris, Jason, Brittany. Woo! (laughs) Uh, You guys, it's like super exciting because, like I said earlier, I think today is the first time we all were in the office together, like our whole little crew. Crew is back. (laughs) Crew is back. So some of our uh, diehard fans and longtime listeners and people who watch our reviews uh, will notice that Britt has been absent. She's now back after having a baby, delivering a baby girl. So we're so excited that your family is growing. I never know what to say because I don't know how transparent you want to be. I'm like, that's fine. You and Jason. Family is growing. That works. We have play play, yeah, future play testers. Yes. We're yes. starting them early. Awesome. And Britt is back and we're happy to have her back. There was it was Woo! quiet and a lack of organization. <laughs> you guys missed all my emails and reminders. I know Chris did especially. I didn't get anything done the last couple of months. Britt was out. Remind me to do it. <laughs> But so this episode is going to be completely dedicated to current playtester picks, what everyone's using, their gear of choice. We have been hitting a bunch of stuff in the past year. There's so much more coming out towards the end of the year. I'd say a lot more stuff coming out the second half of this year. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll give you a few sneak peeks into some items that we've already seen and been able to hit with and that we can talk about. But let's start with the big name items. Current racket of choice. Give me your current racket of choice and then like your second. Like what's what's the backup in case it's a bad day and nothing's really working? So Chris, we can start with you. So my racket of choice is still the Technofiber TF40 305. And if I'm having a bad day and it's not working, I go to my bag and I get out another Technically, yeah, 4305, probably with a different string in it. But, uh, just be blaming the string at that point. I also hit the um, the Head Speed uh, Pro a lot. So I've got one of those. Um, super easy for me to transition between those two rackets. It goes at both 1820. So launch angle is pretty similar. Um, I get really similar levels of control and feel on the ball out of both rackets. So those are probably my two favorite rackets right now. And I do use the... The speed as well for a lot of string uh, play testing, just because I, I like really like that racket as well. Is your is your racket stock? My racket has um, a leather grip, so it's a little heavier than stock, just because the leather that is a little heavier. And then when I was playing two handed, you know, um, I did have some lead tape at the hoop, but I when I went back to a one I took that off. That's what I was going to say is like, if it's a really, really bad day, he'll go in the in the bag and find an extended racket and start hitting double-handed on both sides. Okay, Jason, your turn. What is the go-to right now? Go-to currently um, is the Prince Twist Power X100, but I have it modified. Um, just a little bit heavier. Uh, and I try not to mess with the swing weight too much because I like it low. Um, so that's my current racket of choice. 
but there are a few that I really enjoy. So like just like the the twist same same family twist power X ninety seven tour. Uh, that's kind of the weight I like it at, but I like a little bit larger head size. So that's a little sneak peek of what's coming. Probably I think Britt's gonna mention it. Um, <laughs> and then another racket that I love because my previous racket of choice was the Clash, uh, is the new Clash one hundred S. So way back in the day, I used to love the Steam 99S. And so this is kind of a blend of kind of the two rackets I love. Lots of spin, that clash feel, easy maneuverability, power spin. So what's the string pattern on that one? There it is for all those watching. It is an 1816. Okay. So not as extreme as the old Steam 99S. That one was insanely open. Um, And that one I couldn't use as a, as a, my racket of choice because it broke strings every every time I went out there. So this one's a little bit tighter, but very open still. Brittany, you are back. You're back on the court. I think when you were just leaving us, the E-Zones had launched. And I know you previously have been a big fan of those rackets. And I think you like this update. But what what's the current racket of choice? Well, it is the E-Zone. Without, the actually E-Zone launched last year. So... I think it was the V cores you were. You're right, of. and I'm just like, what is last year? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it has been. It was six months of me not playing tennis, which has probably been the longest I've ever not played tennis in my life since I was like seven or eight. So obviously, I went back to old trusty the E Zone 100, which I've used at least three or four generations of the E Zone 100, starting back at the uh, AI, which I know Jay at one point used to. So. You know, it's just that racket I can easily, I always pick up if I'm not feeling good. It's always my my one I love. And it's just easy power, easy um, spin and maneuverability. And I still have a little bit of control, especially right now when I'm uh, shanking a little bit or mishitting. It's it's helping me get my timing back. Michelle, you didn't tell us yours. Oh, well, I was going to ask Brett if she has a second potential i know she always likes to she's like the new pure drive also and Mm -hmm. she's now starting to hit with more of the new prince rackets that have come out yeah so the last couple of weeks i've been back i've been trying to get every racket that's come out or is about to come out trying to get at least one or two hits in and right before i went on maternity leave i got to hit with the um the twist power x100 tour which will be coming out later this year. And I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, swing weight is just on this particular racket right here is it was a couple points too high for me. So I'm hoping maybe I can find one in our batch. That's a couple points lower. Um, but it's, it, it, I've been a Prince fan in juniors and in college. So I can always go and pick up a Prince 100 square inch racket and enjoy it. So this one's been really fun and I'm going to get strung up again so I can hit more with it. Nice. <laughs> I think awesome. we're going to be fighting over that one. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> you find your own racket. You stay with the lighter one. <laughs> <laughs> She's just going to hide it or just like, yeah, disguise it or something. Put put a put something on it so you won't know. <laughs> I'd say play for it, but you still won't get it, Jay. Oh. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> That's not good. That's not even. <laughs> Dear Prince, can we get some more samples of rackets to save this yeah. relationship? <laughs> Maybe like a his and hers. Like oh. I choose a different color. Oh. Not that I don't like black, but 
I like I like that idea. Get like the writing in a different color, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And you? And me. Well, <laughs> me and my commitment issues. I cannot leave the RF ninety seven, which is like the opposite of a commitment issue. I'm like too scared. No, I. I mean, why leave a good thing? I guess that's the real answer. So Wilson. That's what Roger says. <laughs> RF ninety seven. I have like four in my bag. I've been doing a bunch of play tests with strings and been using those tried and true RF ninety sevens. Without being too obvious about quality control, they're not all at the same spec. So it really does kind of depend on the way I'm feeling, <laughs> depends on which one I'm hitting uh, the best, but they, they all definitely range in different swing weights. So they all kind of offer me a little bit of something different, uh, which I, I actually like having in my bag. Um, so if I'm feeling strong, I'll go towards the heavier side of the swing weight. But if not, I kind of gravitate towards the lower end. Um, a close second for me right now is still going to be like the pure drive tour. I added a little bit of weight to the tip of the one that I have in my bag. So just love that pure drive feel. I can't quit the pure drive. Pure drives and pro staffs. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's all good. We're here for it. Um, should we talk about string? Oh, I got an honorable mention racket. Oh, please. Yeah. <clears throat> Got it right here. Oh, okay. so this is the 2021 uh, Radical MP, and I do get out. There's a string we've been testing. It's not a poly, <laughs> um, and so I picked up this one, and then <clears throat> I put a multi in here, a poly in here. It's a really versatile racket, so I can use it with any of those. Um, really clean, crisp feel from this racket. So I had a really good time with it. Um, so much so on the play test that I'm not ready to just you know, let it hang on the wall. Um, so I still like to take this one out and hit with it, play singles or doubles. It's one of those rackets where from all areas of the court, take a shot if you're playing the teed up drinking game. Um, <laughs> this is a good racket. And uh, just, yeah, I can volley well with it. I serve well with it. Feels great on my groundies and returns. So good job, Ed. That's a good racket. Would you say that one's right in your wheelhouse? <laughs> it's in my wheelhouse, Jay. Okay, we should have started this episode <laughs> with like a key to uh, can you hit from all areas of the court? Uh, yes, uh, we hear you guys when you tell us uh, you you love our catchphrases. So <laughs> I didn't even talk about his plow through, but you know that's we'll get to that another day. We're serving up pancakes, <laughs> it's grand scalpel like scalpel like. <laughs> Any other honorable mentions? Um, like something that you have in your bag that's fun to grab. Um, I like a Friday hit where like I don't have to be playtesting anything but exactly what I want to be playtesting. So for that, do you guys have? I still, so the other day, I think it was, it might've been one of our doubles matches, Chris. It was Friday you played Pure Drive with Kevlar in it. Yeah, <laughs> the Prince Pro blend. But then I also have an old, old, old Pure Drive plus the gt1 bright blue smurf color mm -hmm. um i pulled that out i think oh it was on the jet mock 2 review because i was trying to go babylon yes so that one's always in my bag mm, that is a good one yeah i'll piggyback you i always have a pure drive either pure drive or a pure drive vs depending how i'm feeling i i do like that pure drive vs um but pure drive is a guilty pleasure for sure <laughs> 
Jay, any honorable mentions? The Prince Vortex is actually really nice. It just easy. It's like pure drive. Like it's like easy power. It's just easy to swing. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. That's what I've been hitting a lot lately. Nice. I love the paint job on that racket too. And, uh, yeah. Old school vibes. Yeah. That launches. I don't know when we're posting this podcast, but that launches hopefully mid July. So, so soon. So sneak peek, but soon. And we're all, we are place testing that one and the heavier you, you said the 300 you like, uh, Jay. Yeah. I like the 300 and there'll be a 310 version as well. Sweet. Um, Check those out. What about strings? I feel like there's been a lot of strings. I know Chris has been testing strings like crazy lately and like everything, not just polys. You've been trying a little bit of everything, hybrids, multis, all of the things. Do you have anything that comes to mind right now that is your go-to and any honorable mentions? So many things that come to mind and I can't, <laughs> I can't talk about any of them. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all next year releases um, or later this year. So um yeah, there's some really cool strings, some strings I'm really loving that I would be happy to go and play a tournament with, um, but I can't talk about them. <laughs> well, who invited him? <laughs> I'm hitting Quadro Twist again, revisiting that. Love that poly first time around. Um, so, yeah, just looking forward to getting some more time on court with that one. A super spin-friendly poly, pockets the ball nicely, spits it out with a ton of spins. That's always a good one. And then there's a new... Um, prototype string from Babala, which has been floating around and we've got a message board play test going to happen for that one. Um, so I've got that in my racket to forget the code name for LT something or other, I think it was written on the packet, but then the packet got thrown away when it got strung. But anyway, it is going to be part of a very popular Babala string family used by a very successful player who usually wins the French Open, but unfortunately for some. <laughs> this year. Um, so it's going to be part of that string family. I'm on uh, a team? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I've been hitting that one. It's playing well in my racket, which is an 1820. And I think some people have been having different experiences in more open string pattern rackets because there's some string movement issues happening with that one. But anyway, I've been playtesting that one a ton too. Uh, Britt, I'm going to jump over to you. I saw some pink strings in your E-Zone 100. I know that's one of your favorites. Still your go-to, I'm guessing. So actually, this is my normal go-to is Vocal Cyclone. Um, but this is actually Kirschbaum Flash. Oh, nice. Which um, is actually kind of my my string I've been enjoying right now. Um, comes in lots of colors, which is always fun for me. Uh, but it does everything really well for me. I feel like as I'm continuing to uh, get my footing and my timing back, it's offered me enough control and spin there, really complements this E-zone for me. Even if I miss hitting, I, where I'm going is in that right direction. So I've been enjoying this one. I'm gonna continue, but I always, if I had to go play a tournament right now, I'd still go back to Vocal Cyclone. Um, but I think this one's 17 gauge that I liked. Jay, what about you? I, know, I think four. you're going to take mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually have a bunch of strings that our string guru, Jonathan, has given me, but I haven't strung them up yet. But so far, I've just been going back to the Lynx Tour. It's just so nice. Great feel. Uh, lots of spin. 
you too. And like we have opposite games, like slap, but it still works for both. Yeah. I love that string. It's awesome. Yeah. Also have to give a shout out to hyper G hyper G soft hyper G 19 hyper G, whatever. All of the hyper G's are, are allowed to come play yeah. <laughs> with the play testers. Definitely a play test, a favorite. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, we should talk tensions, uh, in case like anyone's maybe made a drastic change and like Chris is all of a sudden stringing at 56 pounds. Um, in fact, someone yesterday on YouTube said that they had gotten, it was a pure drive, I think, and they were referencing the recommended tension, but then they were referencing what Chris had said about where he likes to string down in the forties and they were confused <laughs> and didn't know what to do. So, um, Chris, where, where's your tension at right now? So I'll go, um, if it's a really stiff dead poly, I'll go like 48 pounds. Um, and then if it's a livelier sort of multi, I'm at 52 pounds probably. And then I'll, um, adjust from there. You know, if it's the first time out with the string and, and I have a couple of sets of it, um, and I, I'll, you know, feel like I'm liking some things, but maybe there's something else I don't want to, you know, I want to add something as I want to add more power and add more control. I'll adjust my attention. So I'll go tighter for more control and then I'll go lower for more launch. So if you're not familiar with what the string bed is doing in a racket, <clears throat> basically the lower the tension you go, the less deformed the ball is going to get when it comes in. So it's going to retain more of its own energy. It's not going to pancake as much as we say, go flat in the string bed. So a softer string, a lower tension, will let that ball just sit in there, it'll pocket it. And then it, you get this, what we call like a trampoline bounce back out. Whereas if it's a very stiff string or a very tight um, tension, um, the ball comes in, it loses a lot of its energy, it compresses and then just kind of flops out. So uh, you can really take a big swing. That's the technical term. That's a good word. Yeah. <laughs> you can take a huge swing with a tip of string bed and the ball is more likely to stay in. Um, and then if you're looking for a lot of spin, some players like that, because, you know, you can get a lot, a lot of racket speed, turn a fast swing into lots of spin. Conversely, some players like a lower tension for more spin because the ball sits on the strings nice and long and you can carry it through your swing and then throw it out with some spin. So different strokes for different folks. <laughs> Plop. Plop. <laughs> plop. That's plop. Plopped. <laughs> plop some knowledge. <laughs> okay, Britt, what's your tension at right now? <laughs> well, Chris really gave a detailed answer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I feel like I continue to slowly drop. Um, I know. Plop, I drop. Plop. Dropped. <laughs> Uh, I think right now I'm really digging 52 pounds for whatever reason. Obviously, I I can I'll adjust like Chris said if I if I feel I need it. But 52 52 pounds for my go-to tension, and I do. This is very sad, but I mentally like strings like a week after I string them. So <laughs> more like a month. But yeah. Okay, let's. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I don't like to admit that, but yeah, um, at least a weekend. So I'm sure the tensions probably drop more by, by the time I actually hit with it. But <laughs> Jay? everyone like to let their racket sit for a little bit because there's a big difference hitting a racket fresh off the machine or just letting it sit overnight. Anyone want to talk about that? 
No, I was just going to say, I string the tightest out of everyone. So if it's a really stiff string and I get it right off the stringer and I take it down to the court, I can tell right away that is a tight, stiff, low powered experience. I have to be in the right mood, but I don't always hate it. I actually don't mind it at all because I do prefer to like not feel anything from my string bed except like a board. Um, And then it really allows you to hit out because again, it's very, very uh, low powered experience. Um, and then anyone that's ever experienced that and you kind of freak out and you're like, oh shoot, I obviously went two pounds too tight. You can simply put the racket on the ground and softly, softly kind of stretch out that string bed and it will open the strings up a little bit. And that should usually circumvent um, a tight string issue. Or let it sit for a couple of days. Or let it sit for a couple of days. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like, like uh, over like the weekend, like string it up on a Friday and then I, I'll be, I'll have it ready for Monday and it'll be good. Sometimes around here, we get so excited about new rackets and like we have this whole process that when rackets come, we can't necessarily like just go and play with them. So it can be uh, the anticipation builds. So it's like the second it gets off a stringer, sometimes if your timing is just right and you're about to go hit, it's like, yes, I get to hit this racket finally. Yes. <laughs> and we've got that going on with a lot of stuff right now. So actually just happened with some rackets. Yeah, like, I know. Uh, but yeah. Jay, where are you at attention wise? Uh between 50 and 52 is usually where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> Not much more to add to that. So yeah, I, I kind of like around 50, depending on the string stiffness, but right there. And that's a good place to be. That's where we usually test most of our rackets. Um, if we have more than one hitter, we're we're lucky enough that some of us can string it up differently than the main hitter. But yeah, we often seem to gravitate towards 52. It's a good, a good middle ground for everyone. <laughs> Cause well, I'm up there. <laughs> yeah. So if like you and I are on a play test, you know, I'm like, wow, well, 48's good. And you're like, oh, 57's good. Yeah. We, we end up around. Yeah, somewhere 52, 52. 52. And then who knows sometimes what Jada gives us. <laughs> yeah. stretched, constant pull. <laughs> he went around the world on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like have a sticker that says attention. I'm like, there's no way that's right. <laughs> but it's all good. He like will put a sticker and then tell the stringer to do something different. He's he's trying to get me mentally. That's fine. <laughs> Um, over grips. Let's like just keep digging into mm. all the equipment. Um, does anyone have a particular overgrip that you're like obsessed with? Can't play without. Oh, okay, Chris. <laughs> Let's go. You seem dry. You seem tacky. So um, I hit this a couple of times, and then I re-hit it when Britt and I were actually oh. doing an E-zone shoot out on the clay courts, Shell Beach. And I, we had to grip a racket up for the shoot. And then I was like, oh, it's nice to get a, a one of those, a dry grab back on my racket. And um, man, I really love the feel of that racket. It's not super dry and harsh feeling on your hands. So if you're kind of not hitting it a lot, um, you know, you can go into it without getting blisters and stuff, which <clears throat> some of the really dry grips, um, I find I have had that issue with in the past. So it's got a really nice soft feel to it and it absorbs really, really well. So Dynamite grip. If you haven't tried it, highly recommend it. Even if you don't play in a super humid area, um, it's, it's a very comfortable grip to have on. So, Brett, do you have a favorite grip? I'm the weird one that I actually prefer not to have an overgrip. <laughs> uh, the smaller, the better grip for me. So I typically just 
use the grip that's on there and if we're play testing so I'm always the one that's taking the grips off so people will be like what happened to the overgrip <laughs> I took it off that's like okay. yeah. it's your Tiffany it's yeah, I was gonna say Tiff too, though. <laughs> I actually do that sometimes too. I like a small. Hand. Okay, good. See, it's not just me. <laughs> but yes, I prefer no overgrip. I was like, I guess if I had to choose, I would do just like the Wilson Pro overgrip, the standard. Have you tried the Yonex dry grip? <laughs> I have. <laughs> On that shoot, I also regrip my racket. <laughs> There's a sales pitch in here. <laughs> but wait. Uh, Jason, what overgrips your go-to? Uh, I'm opposite of Chris once again, and I do. I like the tacky, uh, not the dry stuff. So I like Wilson Pro or Yonex Super Grab are my go-tos. Uh, I think the Wilson Pro is not as tacky um, and a little bit thinner. The Super Grab kind of provides you a little bit more tack. It's thicker. It, they both actually last pretty decently long, at least for me. I don't change them out too often. So yeah, those are my, those are my two go-tos. Yeah. Another vote for Wilson pro. No complaints. It's like, why, again, why change something that works? It's so good. It's consistent. I've used it like forever and ever. So no, no switching for me on that one. I know there's some competitors to it, but it remains top of the game. In my opinion, um, let's see. How about some shoes? Let's talk shoes. Maybe we can reveal some of the shoes that we're playtesting. Um, they maybe will have launched by the time this episode launches also, but, um, we have noticed, I think it's worth noting. We have seen, um, some slow production issues from vendors getting their shoes to us in the United States. You're seeing this across the tennis industry. It's not just tennis warehouse. So it's been a little bit of a slow first half of the year for shoes, but I think we've got a strong second half. So Chris, what's your current go-to and is there anything that you've play tested recently or that might be coming out that you can talk about that you're really excited about in terms of footwear? Um, so a shoe I look forward to play testing. Um, and then when I play tested it, Enjoyed it even more than I thought I was going to. And I've actually got, I'm on my second pair of them. And that's case with Jot 3. Nice. Um, love this shoe. Super comfortable. Um, this is how I take my shoes on and off, by the way. I lace them once. Um, <laughs> you and Troy. <laughs> slide in and out. I've got skinny feet. Um, but yeah, I really enjoy this shoe. Good cushioning, supports my feet really well. Yeah, does everything. Really well, and quite a few players on tour rocking that one too. So I'm not the only one out there singing <laughs> phrases. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a that's a top three shoe for me. What else is in there? Um, the my current shoe of choice is. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> well, mine isn't. Mine isn't actually signed <laughs> by Novak like this one is. Dang. But uh, yeah, that, I've been using that shoe for six seven eight months now and it's like i love that shoe i always go back to it it has just like that perfect combination of like it's supportive but i still feel quick in it uh, i love the traction on it you can slide out in it easily um yeah super stable and supportive so that's been my go-to for months now and then we're actually currently play testing this i don't know if i can show it <laughs> The time this comes out, you can. If you pause real quick, I'm sure someone will see it. 
<laughs> it is the new New Balance Love. Long two. up, yeah, two. two. <laughs> yeah, and the other one was the code FF two. Yes, in case you're not watching. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna be like, Maybe they're like, wait, what did he just show? <laughs> <laughs> Long awaited update. I feel like we, I think universally, we love that shoe. It was like such a comfortable New Balance shoe, at least on the men's side. <laughs> on the men's side, I think we all yeah. enjoy it. Have you hit um, this one yet? This one? No, we ju- I just got it. Okay. So, have you? Yeah, there's a long break-in. Oh. But I think it's it's super stable. It's very stiff. And I think it's going to be really durable, too. I'm not sh- I've hidden it like four times, five times now. Um, and still waiting for it to break in. But I think it's going to last a long time once it finally breaks in. <laughs> okay. I agree. Concur. You've hit it, too, as well? Yeah. And... Yeah. I struggled with the break in my second wear and, but the heel counter is so like, it locks your heel in. You're a locked in that shoe. Um, but it is, yeah, definitely. If you guys have played in the NXT from Nike and you thought that had a break in, this one has a longer break in. I was going to say that one, <laughs> that one took me a while. It, you know, might be not broken in. <laughs> I like that shoe a lot. I do too. Actually, and I I haven't forgotten about you, but I wanted to bring up two controversial shoes. (laughs) One is the ASX Gel Resolution 8, uh, because people... What's the controversy? Thank you. (laughs) We love, or I love it. I I think most of the playtesters love it, would put it as an easy uh, top five shoe, and... Some people just don't like it and they think there's a there's some conspiracy that we I don't know, but we all love it. I wore them over the weekend. They're res eight. Yeah. What's the beef? It's dynamite. Yeah. Well, I mean, what what what's it's the dino wall to go with this dynamiteness? I yeah, that dino wall. <laughs> dino my dino wall. Um, yeah. So I just kind of wanted to clear the air because <laughs> uh we have had customers complain that it is not a good shoe but it's stable and like if jason likes it and chris likes it he's got wide feet he's got skinny feet it works it's durable it's stable the colors are popping like the kids would say (laughs) or they wouldn't (laughs) i mean i think it um it's a really comfortable shoe you know i didn't take me a huge break in on that one at all um up as flex and move with my feet nicely uh yeah i feel fast in it for a stable durable shoe it's goes fast out there on the court okay they, um the one thing with a6 shoes is they're noisy the outsoles squeak a lot yeah they squeak they're loud like, hardcore, sure. but yeah it's my only knock on it really and then the other controversial one i was going to bring up is the nike react vapor next or nxt um same as chris i actually really like that shoe i find it to be very stable um and a lot of people don't like it I think one thing to consider is like when we play test anything, it's for a month. I mean, we mm. hit brackets for a month. I mean, it takes a while for us to get our reviews done because we put the hours in and we, same with strings, same with shoes. And if you go out and hit in a shoe for 30 minutes and then think you can comment on it, you really can't because the shoe's going to change every time you play in it. Um, it's going to continue to mold um, to the shape of your foot throughout its life until you and then we will put holes in shoes. You know, sometimes shoes don't last a month. And some of the um, player play testers are harder on the outsoles or uppers, and et cetera. But, um, yeah, the Vapor, React Vapor, Next, NXT, 
it takes a break in. Once you get through that, um, that's a good shoe. It, I wish it locked in around the ankle a little better. The lace system, um, it's kind of connected to the inner booty and not the upper. There, it's just got this like a loop. And if I felt like if they drilled a hole through all of that and put a grommet in and connected it, I would get a little bit more cinched in feel right around the ankle collar. Um, but yeah, I do like that shoe. Britt, what's your current go-to shoe? Well, your your thing kind of segued into it, but uh, I've been wearing a ton of running shoes lately, so I hadn't really worn tennis shoes. And so getting back on the courts, for some reason I instantly have been really going back to the GP Turbo, which is like super plush cushioning. Um, I'd call it like a really good, t- like teaching pros, I feel like would really love it. Like it just, I felt like it was like a nice in between, um, between my like running shoes at like, at like Adidas Boost or something. Uh, and then I also, the K-Swiss Hypercourt Supreme, the Marco shoe, um, that's another go-to, and the Gelres 8. So those are the three I've kind of been rotating out. Um, a little bit more support, stability, and cushioning. I'm normally a, a, a more lighter weight shoe fan, but coming back in, I'm going that way for a little bit, at least <laughs> until I'm fully, fully back in action. But yeah, no, the cushioned, supportive, stable shoes. I did get to hit with the, I feel like I'm out of the the loop on the, the Nike shoes. <laughs> but I did get to hit the Ubersonics 4 too which were like a nice lightweight. Um, I felt low to the ground, good cushioning on the heel. I could probably use a little bit more cushioning in uh, the forefoot. Um, and I, I don't know if it was similar to the, the Nike, sh- the Vapor NXT, but I couldn't quite get locked in on the, um, the ankle. Um, I don't know if it was a similar with the booty construction, but yeah, I think that's a similar vibe actually between those two. It's like a really supportive upper, but it, yeah, you could use like one more eyelet to like really cinch up. Yeah. I don't know if I just had skinny ankles or (laughs) that too. (laughs) You and Chris have that problem. (laughs) I also, if you notice, take off my shoes too. (laughs) Skinny feet club. Oh, that's funny. That so I do that sometimes with shoes, and like it bugs me so much because then when I go to put them on, I have to unlace them. Or you guys don't have to do that. No, okay, Uh, never mind. (laughs) Every once in a while, this shoe comes along, and I'm like, you mean I have to? Lace this thing every time I'm going to put it on. <laughs> I might have to like retighten right. the lace, but no. Yeah, every once in a while. Okay. Okay. Well, let's do a quick um, like bag check. What's your favorite bag at the moment? I know this is always like my my expertise uh, area. I know I can walk you guys through some new bags, <laughs> but does anyone have a bag that they love or would recommend to someone or anything new or even if it's old, tried and true? Hey, this bag is a little pricey, <laughs> but that Lacoste bag is sick. <laughs> it's like a sweet, sweet bag. Um, I so I use the Technofiber Rack Pack. I'm guessing it's called whatever. Um, the newer white one. Love that bag. The Lacoste one is very, very similar to that, but I feel like everything just got kicked up a notch. Um, and that's saying something because the Technofiber Technofiber bags are like insane quality. Um, and the Lacoste one just feels even more special. Yeah. Um, and we got a preview of some new Technofiber bags coming. And I feel like they literally designed a bag based off of Chris's like day-to-day work bag. So <laughs> there's uh, a cool, a cool bag coming for tennis, which is cool. 
Um, I said, cool too many times. Britt, what about you? <laughs> well, Chris beat me to it. That was like the first thing <laughs> popped up into my head was the Lacoste bag. Yeah. Chris beat me to it too. I was gonna- <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe hopefully down the road, they'll do like a cool backpack or tote or something. Um, cause I could use that yeah. as my an upgrade to my one right now, but, um, also I, I use obviously the Yonex E-Zone. So I, right before I went on maternity leave, I think I upgraded to, it was like an all black one that looked really cool. So I've been, it's, it stored all my stuff for those couple months Perfect. quite a fit, quite efficiently. <laughs> Jay, I think you're the winner of that winner. <laughs> you won the Lacoste bag. I did. I was lucky that I got to take the, you guys had, had bags so I got to take that Lacoste one so I was gonna say that one because it is I didn't want to sound too bougie <laughs> but I, 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 that's an awesome bag yeah it's really nice um I have to give a shout out to the Coco Golf line of bags from Head I would carry one day to day as my gym bag and it's really cool because it's like that um neoprene uh scuba material almost oh yeah and, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like black with hits of pink. So it's kind of low key, not too like in your face, but still kind of feels trendy. And then of course, so to the court, I'm always carrying the Tita, uh, rack pack. Allegedly. Can we call it that? <laughs> the, the Tita duffel. Um, and I, <laughs> I have been filling that thing way too full. I need to empty it or clean it out one of these days, but it, it literally carries everything. So that one's really nice. And then the new racket bag too. I have one of the samples when we were kind of going through, you know, different changes and logos and just <clears throat> checking materials and stuff. Um, so I have one of the early samples of that um, at, back at the house. And that's a really nice bag as well, just the racket bag, if you want more of a, you know, traditional silhouette. Yeah. And low-key plug, any day now, actually, probably two weeks out from today, we should have new Tennis Warehouse backpacks on the website which will be a more durable, more functional option than our current backpack. So um, a little more, uh, more premium, a little more premium. Yeah. A little more specific with everything. There's um, some good pockets for shoes, rackets, obviously tons of gear. Booney carries one on a day-to-day basis. So I'm excited. Hopefully those get out. Does he think it's better than good? (laughs) It's better than good. like peanut butter and chocolate (laughs) oh he had a really good one yesterday and i can't remember (laughs) stay tuned for the episode with boonies (laughs) booniesms uh favorite like current favorite like accessory or item anything else that we have that you want that (laughs) i've got something (laughs) (laughs) i I went first and stole the thunder on the i'll go last this time okay Bray, i'll let you go oh okay I was going to go with the new T-Dub hat. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to say, no, I was going to say the whole hat decline. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not even wearing the cool one. I know. <laughs> I can't remember, but I got the, like the maroon colored one and it's really nice. Is it the 87 or the 47? 47. It's like the an 47 actual, brand. It's an actual hat. style. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, it's nice. Cause it's like, um, it's an off court, but I still, it has enough performance that I can wear it on court too. It's super trendy. It's like on point in style. And then like, it's also very easy to cross over men, women, kid, <laughs> dog. <laughs> Anyone can wear it. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what about you? Favorite item of the moment? We. It's probably going to be 
what Chris is currently wearing as his shirt. Oh, I know. He, he is wearing, so is Boonie today. I was like, yeah. 20. The new T-Dub California shirt. <laughs> and you don't have to be from California to rock this shirt. It's just a cool looking shirt, right? And Tennis Warehouse was founded in California anyway, yeah. so. Yeah. It's so a shout out to our roots. <laughs> and it's 10 bucks and it's super soft tea. It's awesome. I got it for my dad for Father's Day, so. Cute. I love that. Well, it was yours, Chris. Was it going to be your shirt? Well, no. Or the hat. Did I take what? it finally? No, you didn't. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. I feel like I've got one. Oh. 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 <laughs> Where did that come from? Just because Michelle is such a huge fan of vintage rackets. Where did your wood come from? <laughs> right? Just pulled it right out. Um, so this is a bankrupt super winner. Um, mm-hmm. This is currently my favorite Woody to play with, <laughs> um, but we got a great selection of wood. So, yeah, yeah, we do. Go to check out our vintage racket page. I had to prep it because I have it. I keep mine in a press, which I found. Um, we don't have those for sale, but we do have always a good selection of wood. Check the vlog. Vlog <laughs> for the vlog. Um, yeah, bringing you vintage wood. We scour the earth to find these things. Sometimes they find us, but we always seem to find new old stock vintage cool cool rackets so yeah and if you're watching the vlog and there's a racket that you want and you cannot find it it's because it's sold out those things go fast they do yeah sometimes we only have like one you know maybe two but quite often we just have singles so yeah they they go quickly um i was gonna add a quick accessory as well i actually thought chris was gonna take mine (laughs) um therabody theraguns I have the mini, yeah, I had taken a hiatus from Theragunning. Don't ask me why. My body obviously could use it. But last night, I was like, shoot, I was feeling some stiffness and soreness all over. So that mini is like perfect. You plug it in, get it all charged up, and then use it for, you know, if you go back and check out the podcast with Dr. J, the founder, um, I think a lot of people think that you should be theragunning for like a half hour and that's not the case to be honest. So really cool to like learn a little bit more about best practices for those devices. One thing I really like about the theragun, which I didn't realize, um, Mm -hmm. was to use them for warming up. Same, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get your muscles feeling super loose and ready to go out and play. (laughs) <laughs> it's like easy right now <laughs> yeah it was really cool and like he he ba- oh <laughs> she's got her own theragun <laughs> uh you like just basically kind of trace yeah anyways you can go back and listen he gives a full in-depth discussion on how to use it as a warm-up tool but it's a good accessory and if you have a massive tennis bag like some of us do it will fit <laughs> Um, cool. Anything else? Any last minute um, secrets we can talk about in terms of anything that's coming that we're allowed to spill the beans on? We're pretty tight lipped on things right now. I was going to say it's lots of stuff coming heavy next or heavy starting really like end of July, August around US Open. Almost all brands will have something going on, racket brands. And then I know shoes we've been getting some play test samples in so yeah nothing nothing specific nothing check back (laughs) we'll do some good episodes on beyond the play test and all of that on some of the new stuff coming out I think because we've got some exciting things to talk about any bold predictions for Wimbledon I don't know if this will come out before or after but Ruffle won't win it 
Rafa's not going to win it. No, Rafa. Sorry. Neither will Osaka. Sorry. I mean, Berrettini's looking good. Rublev's looking good. Djokovic is looking good. <laughs> I, I I think Djokovic might get all four Grand Slams this year. Don't know about Olympics as well, but I think, I mean, what an epic achievement if he did it. But I think he's he's looking tough to beat, you know? So, yeah, I think he could do it. I don't want to put the Edwards curse on him. It is real and it is strong. <laughs> but I think he could, yeah, I think he could do it. Well, you heard it here first, although a lot of people are talking about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the first one to mention this. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, thank you guys for joining. We will link to all these products and everything else. If you guys have any further questions, you can always reach out and email us and stay tuned for the second part of our playtester picks while where some of the other playtesters join and talk about what they're currently using. So thanks for joining and thanks for listening. And until next time, happy hitting. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you download your episodes. And be sure to visit our websites for all of the tennis deals at tenniswarehouse.com, tenniswarehouseeurope.com, and tennisonly.com.au. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, happy hitting. Happy hitting.